right, let's jump back into it. Alrighty. So, all of you end up at your meeting spot, which seems to be the garden now, where you guys had tea with the ghost, just FYI. <laughs> so, the seven of you end up with, you know, each other, and... Obviously, you also have your gifts ready to give to uh, the proprietor of your host, the host with the most or the hostess with the mostess, however you want to call it. So this banquet actually is going to be more intimate and more personal because for most of your meals and for most of everything, you guys have been centrally located at the Dueling Academy itself. I mean, it's got lots of rooms. You know, the house, all sort of people, the cafeteria is all that good stuff. However, in the tradition, when it comes to these kind of formal banquets with you dressing up in, you know, your nice, you know, evening wear, so to speak. You seven actually begin making your way. I wouldn't like making your way up the hill just a tiny bit. It's not super steep, but. Where you guys are going to be having this banquet is not at the academy itself, but you're actually going to be having the banquet in the personal home of the owner of the academy. So as the seven, if you kind of make your way out of the garden, you see that there is a singular path leading up to this big house on the hill, kind of outlined in like the traditional kind of like Japanese lanterns. And things like that as the sun has finally gone down and the moon has begun to rise with the sky being filled with just little inklets of starlight as well. And the seven of you kind of. Though you there are many of you walking up this path and you can hear the conversations that are happening in front and behind you. Despite all that, the seven of you kind of just hone in and all that has been tuned out as you begin to rehearse in your heads and to kind of last minute go over what is expected, how you're going to present your gift, what you're going to say, all that good stuff. So as you make your way up the hill, you guys finally reach the front of this house. And as you Take a moment to kind of take in what's in front of you. You see that the estate is just bustled. This elegant home is filled with servants and different guests. The house has its doors thrown open to the warm spring evening. So it's kind of like an open air inside as well. And it's kind of you notice that the interior has been transformed into a massive kind of feast hall that has been located in this giant central garden inside of the main house. So you see that the garden is now housing this very long, elegant table with all types of seating. And so as you make your way closer and you kind of enter the threshold of the house, a servant kind of bows to you as the seven of you enter and kind of escorts you to your seats. Though, as you guys look around, you notice that by headcount, there are six of you 
Yaka <laughs> is nowhere to be seen. Anybody see Yaka? He left with us, right? Hey, I, mean, we, I think so. We got, uh, I mean, we um, got him dressed. Yeah. Hmm. As everybody I, is now looking around, trying to figure out like where Yaka might have gone off to. Yaka kind of comes up the steps into view and he's just got a small ish box in his hand. But if, uh, if anybody uh, recalls everybody that has seen Yaka has always seen him in uh, more basic attire than normally a lion clan would wear. Like, his mentality is function over form. So this would really be the first time anyone has ever seen him in uh, actual formal attire. And I posted in the commentary corner here the outfit that Yaka is wearing. You can tell he's uncomfortable because he doesn't like how it's form over function. But this is the really first time anyone's ever seen him in formal attire. And uh, as he mm. comes up to the group, I'm I'm sorry, guys. I I hope I didn't uh, didn't make you guys wait too long. I had to I had to pick something up. Me Mio is gobsmacked. Like he's looking at like what? How? What? He doesn't even have boxes. <laughs> Never saying having having ever seen him like this. It's like what is happening right now? <laughs> uh, Mio, just, are you okay? Kaito just looks at him and goes, "Wait a minute. Who are you, and what did you do with Yaka?" And he gives a little like, "I'm Yaka." Side smile. <laughs> You look good. Uh, thanks, guys. I don't really like wearing stuff like this, but, but it's a it's a formal occasion, and I'm actually surprised this this actually fit. Uh, Uncle Iki guy uh, gave this to me. Should I will uh, pat the um, the space next to him and be like. Well, don't just stand there. Come on, sit down. We got food to eat. <laughs> People to impress. But yeah, I am. Uh, Yaka is now with the uh, with the gang. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love it. It's adorable. Y'all are adorable. Alrighty. And so, as you guys make take your seats, uh, there's some chitter chatter amongst the rest of the contestants before the house uh, servants they kind of make their way and kind of stand around the table as they all kind of just give a prostrated bow as the owner or the so to speak your host with the most walks in from the door. So once again, this is Kakita Toshimoko, the one who owns the Dueling Academy, as well as your host 
and is kind of housing all of you within this space. And as you each kind of just respectfully kneel as well as the rest of the contestants, he's making his way to the head of the table. And as he's walking in on both sides, he is flanked by one individual that kind of looks to be somebody of importance. You guys recognize this person as Kakita Kaitaitsu, who is the town magistrate for the town that this uh, Topaz Championship is happening in. And on the other side is somebody you all recognize, too, is the one and only Uncle Ikigai, as he is an honored guest in part of this uh, banquet. So the three of them make their way to the head of the table. And they all sit down and you guys kind of just lift yourselves up. And at this point, Kakita uh, Toshimoko-san, he uh, begins to speak and says, Welcome, honored guests, young fledglings, samurai in training. I hope that these last two days have been to your liking. I always look forward to this every year to see what kind of futures that each of the major clans have brought to this competition and to see what kind of futures you will all make for yourselves. Tonight is all about merriment and enjoying each other's company as it is ceremony to conduct this banquet as a honor and a blessing to tradition. At this time, each of you fledglings will present your gifts to the Dueling Academy. And from there, we will just enjoy each other's company and then have some merriment. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. So last time I told you guys to kind of start thinking about what it is that you would want to give to uh, Toshimoko-san as a gift from your clan. Now, it could be anything that you could come up with that your clan would probably give to you to give. There are a little bit, well, I wouldn't say there are restrictions, but just keep that in mind because what you guys are going to do is you are going to, we're going to do it a little bit backwards. So each of you guys is going to explain your gift. You're going to do your little speech, and then I'm going to make you roll to see how well Toshimoko-san uh, re receives it, whether it's favorably in the middle or not so much. It's Think of it as like per, a persuasion check, but I want you to make your speeches first before we do that. So it's going to be interesting. So this role is for more how he receives it than of your delivery of said things. Okay. So here's the fun bit. Prior to tonight, I assigned you guys a number on a D6 and I rolled and the order has been <laughs> randomly determined. So... Funny enough, he was the last one to arrive, but he shall be the first to go. So, Yaka, you have been chosen to go first by the dice. So, go ahead. You're going to tell me what the 
Well, however you want to do it, do your little speech, and then you tell me what gift you're presenting from the Lion Clan to Toshimoko-san. Uh, you know what? Actually, I would want to reveal the gift to, uh, to our host first, because even though, let's see, the Lion Clan, is that the largest clan, or... Or what? I can't quite remember. The biggest three clans are um, currently, or the the three with the most influence currently, uh, are the lion, the crane, and the scorpion. They're usually called the big three. Um, other one, all the other ones are very specialized in what they do. Um, and then there's the royal family. Okay. So yeah. Or the imperial clan, okay. if you want to be like that. <laughs> if you want to be that guy. But, um... Surprisingly, being from a... A large clan, when, uh, when I unbox it, it is just a very simple... Uh, carved uh, jug, so to speak. Along with four, uh, uh, four small uh, carved uh, socket cups, and basically what it is is it's just a small sake bottle. There's nothing really special about it, but it's it's handmade, and I'll say the sake that's in it, it's not cheap, but it's not expensive. It is something that uh, someone of uh, normal standings could still be able to afford without breaking their bank. And I'm guessing with this, there's probably some snickering in the in the background. Anything. Oh, yeah. The Lion Clan members that have been giving your group quote-unquote shit for the whole entire competition, you could see some of them begin to kind of snicker and sneer behind you, but you don't pay attention to that. Okay. Um, and again, can you tell me the name of the host? Uh, the, the host name, please. So his full name is Kakita Toshimoko, but you can call him Toshimoko-san. Toshimoko-san. Okay. But anyways, as I unbox this little sake uh, set. I just kind of sit there, and I still head up with pride, considering how very basic the gift is. And I, I say, uh, Toshimoku-san, this is probably not a gift from noble clan such as my my own, but. It's not so much the gift that you see in front of you. It's what it stands for. And I kind of uh, take a deep breath. And then, uh, then I look him in the eyes and I tell him, at a young age, I lost somebody that was very, very dear to me. The only thing I have left of them are memories. So with this small gift, I offer you not sake, but a chance to make a memory. 
or many memories. Because we are not forever in this world. Someone that we love may not be here tomorrow, but the memories that you make will live on forever. It may even live longer than any of us in this room. The memories that one of us may make may live on in the memories of others for generations. And with this, I, I go all the way down to the floor in a very, very deep bow. And I just say, son, I merely offer you to make memories with someone that you love. This is my gift to you. Damn. Just hot out the gate. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. So here's what I need from you. Once again, you pick the element of your choice, but you are going to be rolling a courtesy check for me. Oh, God, that courtesy was so check. good. Please oh, let, yeah. let the dice gods be in your favor. <laughs> now would be the, the time that they go. <laughs> Screw you. Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> The anticipation is killing me. <laughs> so, my friend. Oh, my God. What did you oh end up getting? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on to your ass. My I butt cheeks are thoroughly clenched. Three <laughs> I rolled three explosive successes and a success. Holy shit. <laughs> See, I'm proud of you, but now I'm so extremely worried. <laughs> the law of I averages know, is going to This is all going to come to back. This is all going to come back to bite me in the ass later. But listen, uh, not not to not to steal the the stage here. Mm -hmm. uh, but are you guys going to lean over to uh, to Kikita after? Uh, after this exchange and just if you want him for the um, for the doji diplomat school I I, I, I would sponsor him Aww. <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up uncle for the win <laughs> I love uncle it the win. just planting the seed just planting the seed uh, alrighty then and so, yeah, oh my god, so yeah, Yaka, that is ex <laughs> you Again, the dice gods were in your favor, so you humbly give your gift, and you... Toshimoko-san is a very stoic man, but he just tells you, Thank you, young one. Memories are of vital importance, and sometimes we forget that we're in the midst of things. It's important that we leave with said memories behind. You are wise beyond your age, young one, and I warmly accept your gift. And he kind of takes it. One of the servants kind of takes it into the house, but you impressed him with the gift and your words. So congratulations. And you also earned a little bit of respect from Toshimoko-san. So congratulations. <laughs> so you earned some a little bit of respect. I'm not lying. Go for I'm it. not lying. This surprised the crap out of me. Like when I saw lying, that though. first, 
Success? Oh, uh, oh. Let me applaud you for that one. <laughs> but seriously, I this encounter right here is what I expected to go horribly wrong. So when I saw that first success, I'm not lying. I was about to cry. I'm like, oh my, this is not happening. And it happened. I'm telling you, the dice gods bless us in ways that they want the story to go. So an excellent job, my friend. Okay, let's keep let's hopefully keep this gravy trade rolling. So number two has been selected and it is actually going to be Shodai. Great, we got to follow that up. OK, um, so uh, Shodai is going to get up uh, and um, he is going to pick up a um, nicely yet humbly wrapped um, uh, parcel. Uh, he will uh, approach the table that um, uh, Toshimoko-san and... Uh, uh, and the honored guests are sitting at, uh, and, uh, he will, um, uh, he will, uh, present his gift. And as he presents his gift, he, uh, gets on his knees to, to, to bow, um, to, uh, Toshimoko-san, um, and um, Shodai will say, uh, Toshimoko-san, uh, the um, I bring to you a gift that my clan holds uh, very dearly and very importantly. Uh, as you know, um, being of the unicorn, uh, being of the Kyrin, um, horses have always, uh, have always been with us and have taken us through our adventures out into the great unknown and then, and back and back home here to Rokugan. Uh, and... It is with great honor that I present to you uh, uh, this, and uh, should I will then um, open it, and inside will be a very elegant um, horse blanket that um, that you put the blanket on the horse, and then you put the saddle on, um, and uh, should I will continue uh, this uh, present to you this this horse blanket. Um, made uh from the fine the finest one of the finest craftsmen uh within the unicorn clan uh i can promise that you may ride your horse for for days and and feel no soreness for that is how comfortable this uh this blanket is um yeah. And with that, I'm going to do some rolling. Ooh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, so I'm going to roll, uh, what are we rolling? Courtesy? 
Yes. So in your case, it would be courtesy. Uh, so I'm going to use my water ring and try just try to be very charming. Um, and let's see what I roll first and then see if I activate this or not. Crap. Okay. Okay. It's, this still works. Okay. So I have one success and two opportunity. However, I would like to activate my well of desire Shuji. Um, which when I make a courtesy water check to present a gift to a target, I may spend a opportunity as follows. And with the opportunity uh, to refuse your gift, your target must forfeit glory equal to your water ring. Additionally, if the gift is something that the target desires, the target also must suffer strife equal to its rarity to refuse it. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. We're playing. <laughs> I am impressed. <laughs> if, if the target does accept the gift, uh, reduce the TN of my next social skill check targeting uh, targeting me by the rarity of the item. If that makes a thing. But, so that's... No, that makes sense okay. to me. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm activating Well of Desire. Brava. You're very welcome. So, yeah, so it takes a bit. There is a slight processing in Toshimoko's face, but after some moments of contemplation, he begins to say, Young unicorn, I admire the craftsmanship of your tribe I have for the longest time. And it is an honor to not only bring forth a beautifully crafted gift, but one that could be of immediate use. And I will forever cherish this, so I humbly accept this gift on behalf of your clan. And kind of just bows towards you, so showed I that you have successfully passed the check. Ah! Uh, yes, we love to see it. Okay, number three. Daitaro, you're up. Oh no, okay. Uh, so, Daitaro is going to approach um, one more time. What's his name? I keep forgetting. Uh, Toshimoko-san. Okay, so he's going to approach Tokimoko-san. Uh, Toki Toshimoko-san. Um, with uh, two blades and like um, the way that I think of them as like a little poster like scroll holder things but it's made out of cloth and it's tied off and it's then there's two blades um if uh most of the adults or anybody who's a smith can immediately tell it's um it could possibly be a kakita blade and a wakazashi and um they're both uh tied uh and placed in these what looks to be silk and they're decorated in um almost like hanafuda uh cranes and have colors of snowy and dark blue um as he approaches them and he lays them out and undoes the the cloth sheathing showing 
that their um the hand wraps are um the where the blade would be uh have the little wraps um are also like a snowy blue um and um okay so Dadro is gonna kind of slowly unsheathe the blade showing um it's brand new it's well forged and Dadro will look at uh Tokomashi-san and say um uh, uh as you can see these blades um were forged in my homeland um while I was still apprenticing apprenticing um we spent countless hours in perfecting perfecting every little detail for this moment of course under guidance but still um as you can see the blade has a stamp and he's gonna fully unsheathe the uh the kakita and kind of flip it over and kind of like stamp to it and it has stamped in it towards the where the sword guard would be um would be in kanji the the character for courtesy and in the courtesy it's kind of in in and filled with a bit of jade and he goes on and that goes on to say um we i personally had it stamped with courtesy as the tenant of bushido for the crane clan is always been courtesy and i feel like even in our most troubling times and even if the most strenuous battles the crane will always try to uphold courtesy even when the enemy is in complete defeat the power is overwhelming you give them a chance to catch themselves you give them a chance to make the blow lessened and your strikes strike swiftly and um and would make unfortunately but fortunately the killing blow not as um how do you say like it doesn't feel how did i'm sorry can't find the word um like it's not as painful you make it swift everything comes into a line and yeah he just shows them these blades, handmade. The Segyo cord that wraps around the sheath is a nice lavender. Everything looks to be well put together. It's not professionally made. Definitely can tell it was made by Apprentice and, made, and supervised by somebody else. But a lot of craftsmanship went into it, a lot of time, and it's not easy to make. So yeah, and uh, yeah. So rolling now. Yeah, go for it. Y'all are killing this. <laughs> um, said it was a what check was it? I'm sorry. Courtesy. Oh, I don't think I have that. Oh, I do not have courtesy. But 
uh, I will use my ring of fire to kind of incite this, uh, like this feeling of honor, kind of feel, kind of be like, it's, it's something from the heart, you know. Anyways, okay. So for a grand total for my rules, I got two successes and a blink. Okay. But those two successes, yeah, that is a pass. So, <laughs> good job. And so, after you give this to Toshimoko-san, he kind of looks at you, Daidoro, and says, My young crab, for many generations, you and your kind have been a pillar when it comes to the making of weapons. But what I've always admired is that each of you individually have a different reason for making weapons. And though it may not be a physical property, you can tell the love and the passion that goes into each weapon. I firmly believe that the stronger passion and stronger willed the person who made the weapon is, the longer it will last. And I sense that passion and desire within you, young one. So please, keep going, and I look forward to see what other things you can create. So with a slight bow, he accepts the gift, and that is a success. So good job, Pedro. Thanks. Okay. Number four is Mio. <clears throat> okay. So Mio, seeing that it's his turn, he has, he carries a, what looks like a bundle of cloth to the front. Um, he gets to the, and he bows, and he says, Most Honorable Toshimoko-san, as a representative of the Phoenix Clan, I offer you this gift. And he will hand it to him. And what this is, is a kimono, and pastels tied up with an obi of also pastels of again cherry blossoms phoenix that sort of thing but what's inside is the actual gift gift as is traditional usually you would wrap your gift in cloth <laughs> especially if it could be reused so this is a complete kimono handmade again obi is handmade but inside is a is a medium-sized black box. And Mio will say, please accept this humble gift from my clan. A box made of Japanese black pine from the forest around Mount Fuji. And inside are a collection of handmade teas. Uh, each tea is for a specific um, has a specific purpose. Uh, there's a T for luck, a T for harmony, a T for peace, a T for balance, and a T for prosperity, as well as like a healing tea. But also inside the box, he will find us a cup that is made from the black ash of the volcano and a gold spoon. Um, and you will go on to say, that like the phoenix, his clan also rises from strife as this tea shows that we build 
we rebuild from the things that we find around us. As these teas are all natural and come from the, the land in which we cultivate. That after every season returns to us. And my clan from my clan to yours. We, are, we humbly give you of ourselves. That's, that's it. That's all he's going to say. Damn it, you guys. Like, <laughs> you guys are knocking it out of the park. I love this. All right. So, yeah, same thing. Courtesy check. Okay. So that is one success. I'm doing it through my water side, which is for charm. Okay, so that's two successes and an explosive success. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Listen, just as a sidebar, like as the DM, I love throwing things at you, but at the end of the day, I want my players to succeed because it's just amazing, uplifting moments, and I'm happy with everything so far. Okay. So, yeah. So, after accepting the gift, Toshimako-san looks at you, Mio. Obviously, that is enough for a pass of the skill check, but he looks at he looks at the box and he looks at you and kind of just says, You put it beautifully, young one. The Phoenix Clan has shown time and time again to take the things and that no matter the situation for both material and immaterial and always proves to rise again and make something new, a rebirth, if you will. I am most honored to accept this gift. And I sense that the world for you is going to open up so much. And I look forward to seeing how much you rise from the ashes time and time again, no matter the strife or the path or the obstacles that get in your way. And so he kind of just humbly bows to you and accepts your gift. And he will bow in return and back away. Okay. Last but certainly not least, (laughs) Kaito. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this moment. (laughs) Mia, hey, Mia's gonna, as he passes you, he's gonna touch you on the shoulder. Uh... Kaito's been practicing what he was going to do, so you can see he is slightly nervous, and he, as you touch him, he gives a nice deep breath. Um, and he's gonna go ahead, and he's actually gonna first stand on the opposite side of the table from the host. And he has this small black box with uh, almost a rose gold trim that he places down and he opens up towards himself so they do not see what's inside. He goes ahead and puts his hands together with one finger up as a small ball of flame appears in front of him. As he brings his hands back up and starts making motions, you see as the other four elements 
start forming around it from earth, the air, the water, and the void. And as he's, uh, and as this is spinning, um, he says, um, his eyes are closed and head down and repeats a line that of a legend in the story of this, of Shiba and the Phoenix clan that has been passed down to him, uh, from his guardians. You are not separate, but one in the same. I am the reflection of your soul, just as you are the manifestation of mine. We are death reborn, immortality through a thousand lifetimes. We are the cycle of the cosmos, spinning in patterns as old as time. We will die in flames, only to rise again and again until the sky itself collapses. We are the phoenix, the eye of eternity. And on that last line, he brings his hands out as the five elements coalesce and then branch out again to form that of a fire phoenix. He brings his hands back in as the fire um, comes back together and falls into the box, closing it. He goes ahead and picks up the box and says, We, our people have been through a lot. A lot of strife. A lot of troubling times. But as we look back and see how we can continue to rebuild, reform, and reconnect to those around us, we learn that there is much more than those of past. We learn how to make ourselves stronger, smarter, and more connected with one another. All many of us try to do in this world is survive. But if we take time to be there for each other, and I give a quick, on that, I give a quick glance at Mio. <laughs> we learn that it is only then will we truly thrive. I then approach the guests uh, and hand them the box and open it. And it is what appears to be a red stone with a phoenix etched into it that is sort of warm to the touch. And... Kaito goes, I present to you this gift from our clan, from the Phoenix, handcrafted by our mystics and those around us. They will, it will keep you warm through the harshest winters, but it'll keep you close to all those around you. And he goes ahead and bows and hands it forward. Okay. <laughs> I have to because it's a part of the game that was so beautiful, but okay, I'm going to give you a choice here. Because initially when I was listening to this, I was like, okay, so I'm going to give you a choice. You can either choose to use courtesy or in a weird way, you can choose to do performance because that's exactly what you did. 
So I'm going to let you choose which skill you want to use for this one. But you pick your element, pick the skill. Come on, dice gods, please let this be amazing. <laughs> Here we go. The one time I'm rooting for my players. <laughs> I got to bring up my guide. Sorry. It's OK. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> so. Uh, so Kaito ended up using uh, courtesy. I actually have no points in performance. <laughs> um, and quite obviously the fire ring. <laughs> and got a success. A success with strife and two blanks. Oh, thank God. Thank the dice gods. <laughs> there was, Listen. there was, I, I will say with that, I will say that there is definitely a little stutter in his voice. This is the first, like, Kaito loves the mystic arts a lot and he loves what he can transform with it and create with it. But this is the first time he's really done it with such a, a important audience. So, you can see, you can hear there is a little stutter, there is a little um, nervousness in his voice as he speaks. Um, but his movements as he's doing the entire ritual um, are sharp and smooth. Uh, love it. So, as the box is given to Toshimoko-san, and seeing that, you know, you only stutter just a little bit. He accepts the box and he tells you, Kaito, young one, always lift your head high. I sense the passion and the pride you have from using the Shugenja, which is something that I fear a lot of Shugenja practitioners fail to keep as they get older. And you bring something new. And something refreshing to this, I will tell you that the world would be will be a little more difficult to kind of grasp around this. But no matter what, please keep looking forward. Please keep looking towards the sun and please keep running as fast as you can towards that bright future that you envisioned for yourself. And with the slight bow, he says, I humbly accept this gift and the performance as well. Thank you. And kind of lifts his head up. Kaito goes ahead, um, bows as well. Um, but as he bows, he actually keeps his head up as he does it. And he says, uh, thank you, Your Honor. As he brings himself back up and takes his seat back. And as quietly as he can um, under the table if you were to see his feet are kind of like tapping all excitedly and Mio will reach under and put his hand on his knee like a congratulations well done you kind of feel Kaito kind of melt <laughs> when you do that oh my gosh I love it you guys that uh you guys are amazing okay so really quickly we still got two more people to go so first and foremost is going to be himiko now 
as she approaches Toshimoko-san, she has, she's dressed up in her like evening kimono, looking nice. Her hair, thankfully, thanks to you two, is nicely braided and kind of everything is correct, as the kids say. <laughs> um, and she kind of said she bows towards Toshimoko-san and says, as a member of the Phoenix Clan, as my two other compatriots have said, we always learn to rise from the ashes, no matter the situation. So in a similar vein to young Kaito-san, I too wish to do a performance, but I will wish to show you the traditional uh, fan dance of the Phoenix Clan. So the rest of you, so she begins to, with the fans in her hand, you see Himiko kind of gracefully dance along the area in front of Toshimoko-san and kind of give a good performance. Now, Mio and Kaito, you know exactly what's coming up next, so this isn't a shock, but for the rest of you, as she gets into the groove of her fan dance, you begin to hear Himiko start to kind of sing as she's dancing as well. And this girl's voice, she's very smart. She's very intelligent, but she's also beauty as well. So her voice is just heaven to all of your ears. Of course, once again, Mio and Kaito, you already knew this was coming, but you still love it when she does because she doesn't do this that often. And in fact, she only plays it for special occasions or when it's just you two. Now, really quickly to kind of get a feel as to what exactly she it is she's doing uh, for you players in the official soundtrack uh, channel. I posted what like the music and what she's singing for the listening audience. Go check out Hitori Omu, the Blue Forest version, which is a song from one of my favorite game series, Fire Emblem Fates. It is beautiful. It is great. But that's kind of give an idea of what she's going to. And she just, Himiko just effortlessly like glides across the floor and with her fans before bringing the performance to an end and kind of just as a last thing. She flips out the fans in which like Sakura blossoms kind of fall from her fans onto the floor and kind of just she repositions herself and bows and Toshimoko-san actually very stoically. But you could see that there's a small smile at the corner of his mouth and just says, what a lovely performance. And as all the Phoenix clan has shown. Your futures are bright, so I look forward to seeing what more you can bring. <laughs> I've been planning that for so long, and I'm so happy to finally do it. <laughs> okay, the last to go from your group is going to be your young Mantis friend, Hitoshi. He kind of nervously kind of uh, goes up. And he... It's nervous. He stutters a little bit. It's like, uh, you're great to Toshimoko-san and kind of just nervously bows. I have a gift for you, but I don't have it on hand currently. And Toshimoko-san kind of just 
like the rock raises an eyebrow a little bit <laughs> and just like, I don't understand, young one. What do you mean you don't have it on hand? Oh, uh, I have your gift, but it was uh, too big to bring inside here. And in fact, we will need to go to the harbor for you to see it. As you know, it is a privilege and an honor for a Mantis clan member to be here as we don't have much pull. And uh, as you know, most of us are seafaring folk. So I have a gift for you, but we must go to the harbor. So if you would be so kind to follow me there, I will be happy to present your gift uh, from the Mantis clan to you. A sense of intrigue kind of washes over Toshimoko-san's face and says, Alrighty then, looks like we're all going to take a little field trip. So, all of you guys, along with the rest of the guests and Toshimoko-san and uh, Ikigai and the town magistrate, you all make your way down to the harbor. And as you walk into it, you see that... Standing before you is a very nicely kind of like ornate uh, ship, so to speak. It's more of the size of like a personal traveling vessel, so it's not like the grand like scale of a ship. It's more like a smaller personal kind of like Voyager ship. But as you take a look at the design, like a sloop. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's decorated in these jade and emerald kind of trimmings along, highly accented with like gold on it. And um, Hitoshi kind of looks at Toshiboko-san and the rest of you and is like, this is only half of it. Uh, I also have something else to show you. And he kind of closes his eyes a little bit. And as the rest of you kind of look around, you start to see that the night sky, the sky begins to be covered in like these gray kind of clouds and the wind begins to pick up just a tiny bit. And in kind of like with his hands outstretched, he Hitoshi just looks at everyone and says, let me show you the power of a weather vane. And on that note, that is where we're going to end tonight. <laughs> oh my goodness. This was so fun. I had a great time. But for those of you that stuck around, thank you so much for listening. And as always, what does that mean with Hitoshi being a weather vane? Like what's about to go down? What more things are going to happen at the Topaz Championship? Well, my friends, you're going to have to come back and find out. So, until next time, as always, from us here at the D&D Vibe Tribe, remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, let the good times roll. See you laters. Bye -bye.